All right. Don't lie and try and tell me it's not fun having fans back in this gym. I know you guys aren't allowed to cheer. Did, did anybody cheer tonight? That's fine. Yes. I no. threw up a three once. You did throw up a three sign? I love you for that. Darnell, don't pretend like you're not cheering every once in a while. You tell me when Alex Barcelo made that sideline out of bounds shot with six seconds left, you didn't kind of be like, oh. I just yelled at the All right. Fair enough. That's all I do. Later. All right. Guys, I'm so happy. Um, this is a championship team. And it's why, it's, it's, it's why we got them, because they're terrifying. They won their league, they won their tournament, they have every single player back. Uh, plus they've added two big time shooters to their roster. They're coached by a uh, up and coming superstar in the coaching ranks. Uh, they believe that they're gonna step in and win every single game. Um, they've had two unbelievable exhibition games. The last team they held to 33 points in the entire game. Uh, they're a super disruptive team is kind of where they build themselves. So it's a team that's really hard to face early in the season where you're still trying to figure out who you are. And so for all those reasons, uh, this was a huge win for us against a terrific team. And I'm super happy. Could not be more proud of our guys. Unbelievable efforts up and down the board. And it goes without saying how incredibly wonderful it is to have people back in this gym. It just is like wonderful, wonderful. Hit me. What, what value is there for your team to have a close call against such a senior-laden team in Cleveland State? Yeah, uh, it just is. It's, it's, listen, you know, I'm going to get fired soon because all I want to do is try and be as challenged as we can do to get as good as we can as fast as we can, right? So it's not like, it's not smart to schedule this game first. It's not smart to schedule San Diego State second. It's not smart to schedule Oregon third, but we're going to do it. And who knows if we'll make it through uh, or not, but, but, but it's going to show us how we need to get better. And we're so anxious to know how we need to get better. We're going to learn so much from this game. So um, it, there's a ton of value in this, a ton of value in kind of dealing with adversity. Uh, you know, we had, a, we had a, a not positive practice yesterday. I had a bad practice. We had a little segment of the practice that was really bad for our guys. And then they were able to fix it. And that actually turned into a great practice. So unbelievable game. So glad we had it. I can say that because we won. And um, it, it taught us a lot. It taught us about what we can do right now and what we're going to need to be able to do in the future. It seemed like late, late in the fourth quarter there, uh, Alex kind of went on a little bit of a run himself. Did, was that something that you told him to do in a, in a huddle, in a timeout, and kind of you know motivate him to do that? Or is that something that? Part of the deal with, with Alex coming back was we made a deal that he didn't have to listen to anything I said all season long. So <laughs> he just is a vet's vet, man. Him and Tijan Lucas are vet's vets. And so this was a really fun matchup for us because if you think about it, you know, you have two incredibly veteran guards, highly skilled guards. Um, to take on one of the most disruptive teams in college basketball, right? And a championship team with pedigree. And so those two forces going against each other and then a great rebounding team in Cleveland State against kind of the middle of our rotation, Caleb and Gideon and Senek and, and of course Gavin and Foose, kind of a rebounding game there. And so um, it, was, it was a great matchup. And this, this Alex Barcelo is just, he's a star. I mean, he's one of six returning All-Americans in the entire country. And, He's shown us over and over and over again that he's got some, uh, some moxie and some savvy and some, some juice out there on the floor. So he, 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 uh, 
you know, he did that for us a bunch last year, and he knows, and um, he just gets the job done. Did you play call for those two jumpers, or did he? Yeah, so the play call uh, on, the, on the sideline out of bounds, we knew we had to go really quick. So it was just a screen, screen, screen. It was a triple screen by Caleb. And, um, and then it just told Alex to get his head downhill, right, um, to not even look. So we coach ball screens like we're always trying to make reads and trying to buy space and t- time. So it's a, it's a change of tempo for us to be like, so the deal for him was like, hey, you got to come off the screen, get a catch, rip, and go right off the ball screen, take on the switch. They were switching one through four, one through five. So we knew we'd get a switch and go straight downhill as hard as you can. And it's easy for a coach to say that. There's just not a lot of players that can do it, but he can. And uh, he obviously, it was, it was a huge possession. He executed it really, really well. 14 turnovers for your team. Was, was Cleveland State's aggressive style of defense maybe a shock to your guys a, a little bit? Well, it wasn't a shock because we knew it was going to be like this. Um, you know, one of the things that's challenging for us is our bigs handle the ball so much. They are such huge decision makers on our team. It's very much an NBA flavor, right? So what you're seeing in the NBA is everything's inverted. Is the bigs are actually handling it, making decisions as as your, you know, more versatile scorers are actually having a chance to move away from the ball. That's all fine and good until you play such a disruptive team like this where they're pressuring everything and it's hard to get into familiar actions. And so especially with young bigs, it can be super scary. But our, our guys did a great job. We had nine turnovers in the first half. So that was a little bit nerve-wracking. But to get away with only six in the second half, I was really pleased with that. It was, it was really, really good for our guys. Coach, you had 28 points off the bench, uh, 13 of which coming from Spencer Johnson. Um, how big was his role off the bench? Yeah, how confident did Spence look, right? Um, just really patient. Uh, how, how many turnovers Spence have? Just one? Yeah, so that's the biggest marker for Spencer. He is, he is working so hard on, on, on con- protecting this ball. And he's playing at a pace that's really familiar with him. He had back-to-back buckets in the first half that were really important to hit a couple huge threes, right? So, and then defensively, he had a one unbelievable possession where I can't remember who came up with the block. It was, I think it was Spence and Trev. And they both kind of went up, and then they came up with the play. Just as, He's such a force to be reckoned with on the defensive end. And he approaches this game like, I mean, he wants to play more than anybody. But his minute sometimes can be a little sporadic and non-guaranteed. And he just is like, give me what you, he's like, coach, you give me the minutes you got and I'm gonna go perform. And he's sure, he was great on both ends of the ball tonight. I was super pleased with his effort. More than half the, the three-point attempts came from two guys off the bench. Uh, maybe what do you attribute the, the starters not looking for the three-point as much? Well, part of it is, is the pressure. So, you know, uh, Cleveland State was really extending and so we ended up with, a, you know, I mean, Trev is just, Trev's going to just shoot. Like, that's what he does, man. He makes shots. His actually best play was off the bounce downhill when he picked up the foul. It was actually his best play. We need to get, we'll get a lot more out of him this, that, this season that way. But they kind of, they were, it was just a lot of the reason they were, the way they were guarding us was, was a lot of it, right? And so we, they were really pushed out, really extended. So it gave us a chance to get downhill, you know, there's going to come a time two months from now when we're going to milk food. We're going to milk uh, Foose in that situation. We're just going to throw it into him and let him go to work, right? He just we got to give him some time. And Atiki, this would have been a hard game for Atiki because there was so much decision making. But like you give him two months, and Atiki's going to be a problem getting post catches, especially against an extended defense like that. So that was a lot of it. it was just the defense dictating it. 
Maybe gave up just uh, one field goal in the last four minutes or so. What do you attribute the defensive finish? Yeah, um, I do think that maybe, uh, I would never put anything on Coach Gates' team, but maybe they got a little fatigued, maybe a little bit with the altitude, and they're playing so hard and extending the floor so much, they really slowed their pace down offensively a little bit and kind of like started giving guys chances to make plays in isolation. And I thought our guys did an unbelievable job of making them play one-on-five, not one-on-one. Um, and, and so I thought our defensive effort was just was off the charts down the stretch. I was super proud of our guys. And on the glass, I thought was great. Interestingly enough, kind of that 10 to 6 mark, we gave up a transition layup. We fouled a three-point shooter. We gave up a catch. So it wasn't great from 10 to 6, but I thought from, you know, 5, 4 in, it was just incredibly solid, which is what we want. That's what we want. Foose gets five points, eight boards, three blocks. Uh, what's the potential for, for Foose in this program? I mean, this is night one. He's going to be super fun, isn't he? Like, he's just, um, he's the most humble, greatest human being. He fits in in our locker room. He's like all of our guys, right? And he just is, um, he doesn't even know what he doesn't know yet, which makes it super fun, right? It's the thing you see in these rookies all the time. And um, he's really smart. Like, he's picked things up so fast. And so, you know, he's going to become a big-time player. Like you can see, like I know before the season, I kind of said, hey, there could be some little shades of a Yoli Childs type athlete, right? And you guys can kind of see it a little bit. And, um, and he's going to be really exciting. He's going to be a great player. These, these young guys, you know, even the guys that aren't playing, like Trey Stewart is going to be a terrific, terrific player. Atiki Ali Atiki is going to be a terrific, terrific player for us. We had really good rookies. What's uh, Richard Howard's uh, status right now? Yeah, so it's super, super tough for us. It's, it's a huge blow to our team. So Rich is, um, uh, John, what was the announcement? Did we make a specific announcement about Rich? Yeah, what you shared with Greg, pregame cardiovascular. Yeah. Okay, that's the best way. So he's got a cardiovascular issue right now um, that um, he's going to be out for at least a little while. It's going to kind of be like every week checking back in and seeing how, how how he does, um, super devastating for him. He's in the best shape of his life, playing the best basketball of his life, and is the emotional leader of this entire team for the last two years. So super tough for him and super tough for us. His emotional leadership is even a bigger loss than his body on the floor. And um, so we miss him. We're hoping he gets back as soon as possible. We just don't know. We, we have no idea it could be uh, days, weeks, months, we're just not sure. So, so could it be season ending potentially? I hope not. Um, the doctors have kind of given us no definitive end date. And so, you know, we're, we're super hopeful it's going to be soon. But we just don't know. Gavin Baxter got 16 minutes tonight. Were you kind of on a, a little bit of a minute restrictions with, with Gavin still? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to keep him in there for three minutes-ish and no longer at a, at a run. I'm super pleased with the 16 minutes. Super pleased. I thought he played great. Um, and so, you know, we just, we need him so much. He's such a steadying force on our team. So we have to make sure that he's not on the court when he's, when he's overly, like, we, I don't want him fighting through massive fatigue on the floor right now because I got to keep him healthy. And so his minutes will grow. He did, I thought he was incredible tonight. And, you know, hopefully get a couple more minutes next game. San Diego State coach, uh, a little bit different team than what you've seen just because they've got a lot of guys coming. What are your thoughts? Um, I love this matchup. Like, 
it was so devastating when we lost here two years ago. And then it was such a rush. We got to win there last year. And this is, you know, we're kind of like um, two top 25 mid, mid-major-ish, not in Power 5 conference teams. And the fact that they're so excited to play us and we're so excited to play them, like, there's so many people it's hard to get a game with. And Dutch is like, let's go, baby, let's go play. And so it's a, it's, they're good and they're physical and they guard and they're long and uh, they're just a problem. And um, it, every year we've played them, we've learned so much about our team and it's given us a chance to get way better. So it's going to be a great matchup, man. It's going to be an unbelievable gym. You know, Gideon is doing his um, uh, sneakers for, for Africa deal, which is hopefully, I'm not allowed to promote it. Don't quote me on that. I can only say that he's doing it. And um, so, um, so, you know, he's got a lot of focus on this game as well as our whole team. It's going to be a huge, huge event for us.